Hello, messy listeners. What you're about to be listening to is one of our original episodes from when it originally aired as part of In Another World, a pop culture podcast that our show is a spinoff from. We just wanted you to have access to all of our original episodes before we did the spinoff. So disregard any references to the podcast that it originally aired from and focus on all of the messy conversations. Hello and welcome to another episode of In Another World, a pop culture podcast. It is Monday, which means it is time for Messy Mondays. I am Zachary Landolt. And I'm Tom Cornell. And audience, in case you were wondering, we are spinning off the show into its own little thing. So dizzy. So dizzy. (laughs) So dizzy. So dizzy. So dizzy. Um... (laughs) dizzy af and all i could say is i warned or warned i warned you i told you threats you're doing so great starting with threats it's the best way i warned you i've warned you stop it i told the audience that i would let them know when we were about to spin off so just, mm-hmm. just like my sanity that's good spin off honey um this is the last show of messy mondays as part of in another world a pop culture podcast so this is your official warning go on apple podcasts or spotify wherever you get your podcasts search for messy mondays and subscribe so they can catch all future episodes of our fun and you could even call the messy hotline maybe if you want to be on the show and if you're wondering about the phone number well oh my god i know the phone number it's i can give the first oh i was like i can give the first three digits and you'll have to take it from there okay let's do it what's the number 412-437-8558 call in tell us um, tell us a funny story Ask us a, a question about something you need some advice on, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Have and a you ball. can be as, ha, be as serious or as not serious as you'd like to be. Really, like truly. To, yeah, and you can also email us at show at gmail.com. That's it. You there got you go. it. <laughs> you got it. I am the Nicole Buyer of this podcast. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I don't There's know anything that's Nicole happening, Byer. but I'm here. Everyone loves Nicole Byer. So it's they, a good so why she has 17 podcasts. Girl. I've lost track. He's busy. I've lost track. Yeah. So last week on the show, when we were talking mm-hmm. about our, our messy moments, there was a question that I, I saved because it was a bigger topic. So I think it could just be our opening topic for today. Um, the, the question was, how, um, how do you think narcissism affects many gay men? Can you give examples? Do you think many gay men are narcissistic? That was the general prompt. It was from Ask Gay Bros. From okay. Reddit. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, there is narcissism in the gay community. I mean, that's, that's I mean, I think that's there like a, 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 yeah. a twist. I don't know. I think maybe narcissism is taking it 
like maybe a step too far. And like what we're really talking about is like vain, like vanity mm. being vain. Because like narcissism is something you can like literally, that's like something someone could be like, a doctor could be like, you what? are a narcissist. Yes. And that is like a, a problem that we have to handle. Uh, but I think vanity is a little bit different. It's a little more surface level, which I think is mm. mostly what we're dealing with. Cause I think narcissists, real narcissists are dangerous. Yes. So um, I I don't want to say it that far. Not that there aren't also gay narcissists. Yes. But I also think that we are like stretching the truth just a little bit if we are going to put narcissism in the gay community as a blanket statement. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's it's more it's complex because I think sometimes people start to be so vain that it can look like narcissism Mm -hmm. from the outside because you can like there are certain people in the community that. Um, are very looks obsessed with looks because you know there's there's a lot of that. I don't know community. anything about those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I sit, I've here, never met one, but I hear they're not great. As I sit here in like beauty lighting with bronze on, <laughs> I know nothing about being obsessed with my looks. <laughs> Serving them, <laughs> but I think there are those men that become so like. I'm like, how to, how to word this? Like, so used to how they're treated in the community based on their mm. looks that they don't consider the experiences of other people in the community that are treated differently. And they can be a little dismissive of other people's interpretations of uh, how how they exist in the community is what I would say. If that sure. makes any sense. I, I think I get it. Do you have like an example you'd like to throw out? Well, like, I guess like a... I'm not even like calling out a particular person or anything, but no, like no, just I've like in been, general. Well, like for me, um, you know, especially in my twenties, I was friends with. I found myself always being friends with like thin, quote unquote, traditionally attractive gay men. That just if we went to a bar together, I would be treated differently than like they were. And if I tried to talk to them about it, they would kind of. Uh, just be a little dismissive of my of my experiences. And they would always say, well, maybe you're just not being confident. Maybe that's what it is. And I would say, well, where do you think lack of confidence comes from? I mean, that's a bigger question as well. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but there were times where I would feel like almost gaslit by certain um, gay men because they would tell me that I didn't experience something at a bar that I definitely did. Yeah, it... <sighs> Our, the culture in the gay community is very much like, it is like looks based first, personality seventh, you know, like there's a lot of things in between, (laughs) between uh, the the clothes, right, and as someone, (laughs) which car is yours? (laughs) All of us got here on the bus. Uh, there's another stereotype for you none of us can drive (laughs) i can drive i can't i live the stereotype though i like i know that although i also not asking people what car they're driving because i don't really care about that i'm not a car i mean i i can i don't have a nice car i mean i don't have a bad car but i have like a ford taurus it's not like anything fancy schmancy and i've definitely been self-conscious about guys before being like you only have a ford taurus and i'm like well care about cars like i don't know 
I, uh, who, I think that's like a different level that I don't know that I've experienced. Like, <laughs> I would say like personally for me as I am very into the way I look, but I'm not really into the way I look for other people. That's like mm -hmm. never been the gig. Like I like makeup and I like present very femme, but I've never, <laughs> I will say I get looked at differently in gay spaces because of the way I dress and present myself. But mm -hmm. like, I'm just like, I'm going to get overlooked one because I'm femme. Right. And then like also second because I'm fat. <laughs> like there's like a twofold like situation happening and I'm losing both of them. Like it's just, oh, God. Uh, but I don't it. know. It's another it's also weird though. I don't know if you ever felt like this, but I also feel like because people assume that because I am femme and I like know that I'm femme that I am going to be like a great best friend for them to have like because I'm not threatening to them because I am mm. not someone that they're interested in that they come up to me and they're just like hey girl and like you know it's just like and I don't mind that most of the time mm. but it's definitely just like a you're only talking to me because I'm not a threat to you in regards to other men who might be attracted to one of us I can, I can relate to that I, I feel mm -hmm. like sometimes I am a I am a, a good friend so I, I could see why people want to be my friend I'm not like mm -hmm. I treat people generally pretty well but like I've I'm definitely, an iffy friend I'm just gonna be I'm like an iffy I'm a, I say I'm iffy at best as a friend. <laughs> I can be iffy <laughs> I just, especially if you're a new friend it's like very iffy oh with that I can that I can definitely yeah. too. but once you're in my circle like once like mm -hmm you've become like an established, at least like recurring guest star. Like you're, <laughs> yeah. you're treated with like a certain level of respect right. that you can only get from being on like the core team. Um, I would say in the past, I have felt like I was put into a friend zone with people very quickly. Like, oh, mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. nice. And like, I, I mean, and I hate to say this because I don't know that this is what they were thinking, but sometimes it felt like they liked going out to bars with me because <laughs> because mm -hmm. they felt they would mm -hmm. be more attractive looking standing next to me and, I, and that's a bigger thing I don't know no one ever said Ooh. this but like it 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 just felt weird is what I would say I just felt mm. weird sometimes and so that could be entirely on me I am very open to, to saying that but and granted a lot of these people I'm talking about I'm not friends with anymore because I identified that they were they had other toxic behavior that needed to be called out. And so I don't keep people that make me, also, I don't keep people around that make me feel that way about myself anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because now if I have those feelings, I can I can very much pinpoint that it's a thing I'm just going through and it's bringing up stuff, but no one in my life is actively treating me that way, I would say. Yeah. I also would say that my experience as far as like a recurring being a recurring guest at a gay <laughs> bar like once a week yeah. uh, that ten my tenure has long passed as being like uh just a guest star at a bar even though I wasn't there with friends uh, even if I was rolling deep with friends it was always women so like I never mm -hmm. had luckily I think thankfully I never had a moment where I was like at a bar and I was like it could have ever felt like this person only brought me here so they would be like the attractive one between the two of us you I, so i'm feeling blessed but you're that. very attractive okay i i mean no i it's not dismissive <laughs> of your feelings but i'm saying like i don't like i wouldn't look yeah, yeah <sighs> but, i mean no 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 i i do think that i am attractive and i think i 
I think that the fact that I think I'm attractive and am very self-confident with myself just in the way that I am is a problem for other people because they put something on it that I have not. They're like, they're intimidated by it because they're like, he shouldn't be that confident because mm. he's fat and femme and Who do generally doesn't. Yes. It's like very much the vibe is like, he shouldn't, he shouldn't feel that way. Do you know what a guy said to me once during a hookup? Oh. <clears throat> I'll never wait. forget this. And it wasn't even like a, like the sex wise was a very like whatever. Like I shouldn't remember this hookup at all. But it's only because it's one thing they said. They were like, wow, you're like very confident in your body for a bigger person. And I remember being like, okay. And they're like, no, it was a compliment. And I'm like, oh, was it? <laughs> was it? Lovely, lovely. Um, yeah, I didn't love that. It was not like I would have hit him. I definitely, oh, I definitely <laughs> shot him a nasty look. And I, I left very soon after. <laughs> my, my, now my first instinct in any situation is like choose violence. Hit him. Like, yeah, I would be like, I'd hit him. Like, I would. <laughs> how hard did you hit him after he said that? <laughs> <laughs> that? Yeah, like on a scale of one to 10, like how bad was his face after you smacked him across it? He was one of those guys where it was in my, this was when I lived in my hometown. He was some Ugh. sad older gay man. Not old. I mean, I mean not the same thing about going, but like he was like 40, probably like 42, maybe 45. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when I was in uh, my early 20s. Um, uh, there were lots, there, there was a limited market in my hometown, is what I would say. So I did dip into like older men more than I. You don't have to explain yourself. Well, no, I'm saying like this I just na- I just think about that. I'm like I just naturally did sleep with a couple. I think of older that's a guys. common experience for people who live in more rural areas. We have less options. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like yes, like ideally, me, me as myself, I don't like to date much more than maybe like, mm, like now I'm 34. Like, but yeah, still like 10 years in either direction. Like that that is kind of the general thing. Like I don't want to go above. Four, and 45 would have to be like you'd have to like sweep me off my feet kind of thing where it's like oh my mm. god he surprised me like ideally it's probably closer to like five years ideally in either direction i would say like five definitely younger no more than five years <laughs> uh older i would be like a willing to like stretch that just a little bit more uh See, i'm weird on the pre on the with older men but under the pretense that like they aren't weird, right? right? And that their life is more together than mine. Sure. Now I don't because I don't need a 40-year-old who's messy now being in my life. No. Because I'm I would like, want well, them then, to be well, together. Right. Because I feel like at this point in my life, I have not that I'm like completely together, but I'm together enough where like someone else could unravel it very quickly. <laughs> And like that's not what I'm looking for, especially by someone who's older than me. Well, and my thing is, if I'm gonna date someone, I'm not looking to, I'm not looking to make my life more complicated. Like I'm, I'm hoping yeah. it's gonna be the opposite, where mm-hmm. there are positive influence on my life. Um, mm-hmm. I would say, in my personal experience, I f- still feel like okay, comfortable dating guys, even like 25 like in that range if they were mm-hmm. like a mature like had their shit together person their age kind of thing because yeah. i sometimes feel insecure with older guys because i feel like i'm not at their level yet of like having my shit together like like i have my shit together but like i don't i don't own a home i don't like own a nice car like i, I still don't think have... that's how we like 
gauge that. I, I'm just mm. talking about like a level of content where like, I don't feel like I'm dying financially. <laughs> right. I, I, yeah, that's like well, that's kind it, of, yeah. that's, that's just my baseline is like, if you are financially like stable, then you can hang with me. Like right. that's that's kind of what that's what I would like to surround myself with. Uh, Do you just ever because think about when you were in your 20s, like all the ridiculous financial things that would like come up with friends, like like friends, like we'd be. A, I don't know if you ever had friends like this. And I was definitely sadly this friend a couple times where I'd be like, "Well, I don't. I'll come to dinner, but I can't eat because I don't have any money." So I'd be like, oh, God. Uh, "I just i I have." turned down things because i didn't have money yeah. i would never like show up because the the other thing is though up, and you're, but, but other, the other thing is that the the people with peer pressure they're like i really want to see you you should come out anyway even though you don't have any money and then it's like what am i gonna do and then it's like you're then you're the sad person you like tried to pregame so you could like keep up but like you're the only yeah. drunk one because everyone else has money to like drink through the night it's also like <laughs> i don't know at certain points i'm sure a lot of people do this it's like you planned like if you got paid on a Friday every other week, like there was that one weekend every other week where you were like balling out and then you just like had no money for the rest of oh, the Oh, I used weeks. to do that all the time. Yeah. Um, now I've learned to like, don't do that. If you do that, you're going to have a hard week. You're going to have a hard week. A hard, uh, yeah. And, a hard and week. I've also learned anytime I've thought like, oh, well, I can get by this week without having that much extra money around that's always the week that something comes up like oops your car broke oops like you forgot you had to pay this bill like it's always like something stupid like so we're just all doing the best we can that's what i would say yeah but like i don't know i t- did we spiral off too much? <laughs> we, we did spiral off a bit, but that's I'm trying fine. to think that's, if, that's if messy. I've had it. Messy is the name of the game. Yeah, I just am trying to think. I, I would say like people that I've not dated many people, but the people that I have dated have been more opposite of me than similar to me. So mm-hmm. I would say that probably in those scenarios, I would have been the narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I. I also, I don't know. I, it's like, it's just something you see, right? And it's gross. Mm-hmm. It's, I think I see it more than I experience it firsthand. Yeah. But also, I think I just, my disinterest with men is so severe. Like, it's just, <laughs> uh, I'd rather just, I can look at them, but I don't want to like hear them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is this reverse misogyny? Like, is that what this is? Is Oh, I don't even know. (laughs) I don't know, because I was like, I'd rather just look at them because I don't know that I would want to talk to them because you never know what's going to come out of their mouth and it's always stupid. Well, I'm sure, and not to like make assumptions about your, your, I'm sure you've had guys be like gross to you because you're femme. Like, I'm sure you've heard a, a an encyclopedia mm-hmm. of weird comments that I have not dealt with that as much. So probably coming from like two different, pl- even though like, I mean, I've, trust me, I've got my shit. So I've got my material, you know. <laughs> yeah, I would say probably like my favorite comment oh that I did oh, not no. ask for that I ever got. No, this one's actually like it made me <laughs> laugh because I was just like, okay, you didn't have to. This person messaged me. This is when I was on. School. I think it was on Scruff. Oh. So like this was a while ago. Uh, cause I deleted my Scruff 
longer ago than my grinder profile. Mm-hmm. But I remember this guy like messaging me and he was like, I'm not into femme guys, but your wing is really fierce. And I was like, okay. I was like, I don't know what the fuck you just said to me. Like, why did you have to come? Like, you didn't have to tell. You why did just you do like, this? Right. You could just been like, first of all, really I know my wing is fierce. I, also, I wouldn't have picked that picture if the wing wasn't fierce. Like, you don't post like a messy wing on the grid. Like, that is that is not what I do. It's not like you're like, oh, what? Is it, oh, does it look good? Oh, it looks nice? Yeah. Right. It's it's just like, I I know that I, I know that I'm good at makeup. <laughs> you're just like, someone's like oh you look good and you're like yeah i know right also like i especially like like you're getting compliments as a pity compliment where it's like hey like have you ever gotten a pity compliment uh no i think i got backhanded compliment i I got mostly just faggot and it was like (sighs) supposed to be an insult uh to me uh of course i've used that word freely on this podcast but i wouldn't yeah, I would never like call someone else a faggot. I it's like a reclaimed word for me, and I think it's a funny word, but I don't use yeah. it like to describe other people because I don't think <laughs> that is the word the way. That's not. The, I like to use it playfully with like mm-hmm. referring to gay people, like mm-hmm. in like in my little social circle of like mm-hmm. this is a safe space where we know that we don't mean anything worse by this. Um, right. I find it to be kind of a funny word sometimes. It is, but I think a lot of words not all are very funny just because of the the way you're not supposed to use them right, right? like i used to think that the c word was very funny just because it was like oh. it, it like offends everyone without even trying and it's one syllable and the un noise in it like it really is satisfying it's very so satisfying I don't, to say. it's a it is very satisfying especially when you're mad it's like a word that i like will pl- use playfully but whenever i'm mad and i say it it's like different right like it's oh, definitely a yeah. different Context, we talked about right? when I when I snapped at my friend. You did. Um, I think you did mention, or I don't know if you mentioned it on air, but I didn't think you think you've told me this story before. Mm, so I'm gonna keep everything vague, but like I want to mm. make it clear, like this is a very high stress day, audience. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like <laughs> a very high stress day, and this was like a close friend of mine. Um, we have since <laughs> we have since made up. Buried the hatchet. But that day, something was going on and something was really pissing me off. And I will say I was, I do think I was rightfully angry. <laughs> I, I won't tell the exact story because it, it absolutely gives away who it was. Um, but I did turn to the person. This is not me. I never talked to people this way, but I said, why are you being such a fucking, uh, you know? Um, and I, I remember being like, I was shaking. I was so mad. But also like, have you ever like you when you've like snapped at someone, your body's just like convulsing because you're not used to like being so aggressive? Like I'm not really an aggressive <laughs> person. So whenever yeah. I've just gotten like heated with someone, I'll be like like aftershock, just like I'm shaking, just like shaking. I'm like, this is not me. Like I don't really yell. Uh see, I think I it's not that I yell, but I all I think I have a bad habit of saying things that to me seem like a flippant thing to say right. <laughs> to the other person <laughs> like not the same uh a good example is I, today i was describing a scenario to someone and i was like and then i texted them back what a special moment and i didn't mean anything of it but i didn't know how to respond to what was said to me um but this but this friend uh we've had conversations about how 
they don't like when I just don't respond if I don't know what to say. <laughs> so now I have to like think of things to say that like I'm not trying to be offensive. The thing she told me was very personal and between her and the person that it happened with. Right. And so I was just, and it like didn't, I didn't need to be clued in on this moment. So I was like, I don't really know how to respond to this. So oh. I was just like, what a special moment. <laughs> I can relate to but that. Then, you know what I mean? It just like, oh, and then yeah. I think that it read a lot different to them what a than it did to moment. me. Yeah, like what a special moment. What a special like, moment. Like I was belittling it. I was just like, I don't, like I didn't want to be like, that sounds like a really great moment you and your partner had right. together that I didn't need to know about. Right. Cause like that was like the alternative. <laughs> yeah, well, cause yeah, I've had that where someone's vented something to me mm. and I'm just like, hmm, I don't know what you want me to say in response to this. And I feel like no matter what I say, I have fallen into a trap. So I usually go like, <laughs> my go-to response to something is like, kind of not my business and kind of something I probably didn't need to know is my go-to uh, response. I feel like it always like does its job and it feels just enough serious. I've just go, wow, that sounds like really intense. I'm sorry you're going through that. That's just what I say. Um, and I mean it. It's not, it's yeah. not, it's not not true, but I'm like, it's also my like my uh, you know, boundary of like, I don't have anything else to say. And I feel uncomfortable because this has gone past a point where I feel like I'm the person like I've it took me a long time to realize like. You can talk to your friends about your lives and, like, things that are going on, but there's also something called a therapist that, like, you can, like, really unload on. And they're more yeah. equipped to, like, actually offer, like, you know, real coping mechanisms or real, like, advice. And because uh, I've had friends who are like, I love you to death, but, like, I'm not, I I don't, I don't know. Do you want yeah, me to say? Yeah, I will. If it's something like that, I'll be like, I, I'm listening to you and I'm very much on your team. Like, I'm very pro you. Yeah. Uh, however, I don't like I will say like I don't have the tools like I don't have the like the tools to help you yeah. in this situation. So you're either you're gonna have or to find be like I don't know what the right thing to say to this is. I'll, I'll just I yeah that sometimes. Yeah, I a lot of times like if someone comes to me with like partner trouble, mm -hmm. uh, if it's like that. well, it's just like they'll a say something. I'm like I anytime recently, but in the past, but it's just like. It's just like, uh, I don't know what to tell you because I know what I would do, but I don't know that that's the right thing to do. Like, You've said that exact thing to me. <laughs> I remember being like, fair. I remember being like, fair. <laughs> I wasn't even offended. I was like, no, yeah, fair. Like, uh, fair enough. <laughs> we were like venting about something with my ex. This was like years ago. And I just remember you being like, wow that sounds like something uh that I, <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you because i know what i would do but doesn't necessarily mean it's what you would do and i'm not right. even saying that what i would do is right it's just what i would do <laughs> yes because uh, as i like to choose chaos <laughs> sometimes an agent of chaos uh, 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 not on purpose uh, it depends on what's going down, right? Mm -hmm. If if I feel like I've been wronged, but in a way that I did not like feed the fire before that moment, I'm gonna choose chaos because it's like you brought me into this and I like didn't need to be a part of this. And now right. I'm gonna let your shit on fire. <laughs> but if it's something where I had like there was a part where I instigated, then I right. wanna like simmer down the situation. But no, uh 
yeah so I'd just be like I don't know what you should do but I know what I would do but I don't know that that's the right thing to do you know yeah uh, and and you know and there are people where you can tell they don't even really want advice they just want to unload to vent. yeah yeah like the, the, there are I people I text back heard <laughs> like that'll heard. be all I say heard what a lovely moment <laughs> they will text like a, a shit ton of messages I was just like heard like everything you said is up here in my nine knocking but I'm not I've gonna sometimes like friends it. have sent me like I mean epic poems of messages and I'll just respond lol uh, I, and they get so I, mad they're like that's all you have to say and I'm like I don't know what you want me to say here's a pro move I'm now exposing myself but go for it there are many times where uh mm-hmm. someone will text me like at like 8 30 and it might be like they might be in like chaos mode and like I'm winding down and so I will oh, wait right. until I wake up at 5 30 next morning and be like sorry fell asleep real early You've, last yeah, night didn't <laughs> well because we have very we have very different lives like uh, like I stay up very late when like mm-hmm. like sometimes I'll look at I'll want to text you something and I'll look at the clock and go Oh, I've I've waited too long. <laughs> I have also fallen asleep amidst a text with you. Yes. Like, uh, like one time you texted me, and I was like on the verge of falling asleep, and I was like, "I'm listening to you, but I might fall asleep <laughs> in the middle of this conversation." If I don't respond. <laughs> it's because I'm asleep. <laughs> right, but there also are times where like someone gets someone gets riled up, and will start like messaging me, and I'm like, like no, nope. mm. I'm not dealing with this tonight. Like You're I don't want to be up for the game. next. <laughs> I don't want to be up for the next three hours. I'll be handle this tomorrow. And by the time they get back to me tomorrow, they're much more level headed yeah. because whatever is happening, they're in the moment of, and it's like I don't want to deal with you in that moment because you need a cooler. You need so a much of like anxiety has been like learning how to just do like breathing techniques when I'm like mm-hmm. super just like heat. It's like breathe in for four. Like do that for like mm-hmm. a minute, and you'll probably feel like not maybe not not stressed anymore, but you won't yeah. feel so like <sighs> like I get very I know I get very like when I'm just over I get overwhelmed sometimes, and I do get to a place of like I just have so much to say. And it's like, but how much do you really have to say? And how and like yeah. what is really the problem? And like, is it actually that serious? And the, usually, if I ask myself those three questions, I can calm myself down. Me in my twenties would just spiral out though. <laughs> like, ah, yeah. I have, I have always. I would say from my, like, from twenty three on, I have always learned that if I am mad and I am in a moment, <laughs> I need to leave the moment because I, my, like I said, I love to cause chaos, and if I am already at a ten, I'm gonna it's going to be way worse than if I'm at a five or at a one. Cause sometimes I'm at a one. I'm like, I just am bored. Like let's, <laughs> let's fuel the fire a little bit. Cause let's see, let's see some, some activity. But if I'm at a 10, I'm going to say something that's going to like cut, you know, in, yeah. in a way that maybe I'm not, I don't mean right, but I'm going to want it to hurt. So I'll, I'll go there. I will like, I will find the thing. Like, uh one time whenever i was fighting over a unicorn in my front yard with my ex Mm. long story you can hear it on my podcast if there's beating if you'd like to hear the whole story um it's a little unicorn little ceramic unicorn and we were i was like wanted him to take it away from me again there's a lot of context that i'm not including but just know that that is a unicorn 
And we were shoving it back and forth. And he was like, what am I supposed to do with it? And I was like, take it to your boyfriend the next time he's in the hospital as a gift. And I said it. And then my ex laughed at me. So like, that was not the right response on his behalf. Because after I said it, I was like, that was the meanest thing I think you could have said in this moment. So I was just like, and then I was like, I need to not be this person's friend. At this time, I had an old friend that once said to me, and this is actually where I went, like, I don't think I need to be friends with you because people don't say this to like actual friends. Mm-hmm. They're like, Oh, if I wanted to make you cry, I could totally make you cry. And I'd be like, Why do you have things <laughs> queued up in your brain to make me cry? <laughs> like, yeah, why, like why are those thoughts even in your head? <laughs> yeah, like I don't have these thoughts pre prepared, you know, prepared. Yeah. That's a word. Prepared is a word. Prepared. <laughs> Prepared. <laughs> Prepared. <laughs> I saw your brain go, is that a word? That's a word. Yeah, it did. I really came out and I was like, pre Prepared. <laughs> oh, I'm God. Such a doofus. <sighs> well, do we want to jump into any messy moments? I have, yeah. I have more like, not serious ones, but like, you know, discussions. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's start with yours because mine are I think well we'll see we'll see what we'll see whatever my brain <laughs> decides to decide what they are. Um, this is the this one I yeah I'm gonna start with this one. Um, this is from Ask Gay Bros Over Thirty. Oh, on okay. Reddit, I yeah. have one from Ask Gay Bros Over Thirty as well, so oh, I'm right. excited. Okay, single guys who don't live with family or close friends, do you ever worry about needing someone to take care of you physically or emotionally one day? What do you do in situations like these? As a single guy I've, who lives by himself, there were a few times when I needed someone to be there for me when I was physically or emotionally incapacitated. Thankfully, I've persevered by myself to this day, but it remains as one of my biggest fears to be in a situation where I can't survive on my own. What is your backup plan for situations like these, especially when no one is around or free to be there for you? I have follow-up questions. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I need to do the Heimlich on myself or <laughs> I've done that. what was what was the emotional... I know you have in a freezer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a strawberry. <laughs> it was in my throat. <laughs> I was 18. <laughs> um, I guess they just... I guess maybe they mean like... Because I, I... They didn't give any like further details, but I assume they mean like... Right. Sometimes when you are depressed, it can become so like overwhelming feeling sure. that you're like, I need someone to talk to. You know what I mean? Like, okay, and that's where if my advice for that would be, there are people that like it's their entire job to like help with things like that. And there are also there are hotlines you can even call if you don't have a therapist, if you just need someone to like talk to talk for 20 you minutes. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, for that, I would recommend that if you just really just don't have a friend that's available or something. I'm going to say something bold and brave. Go for it. Brave and bold. Be brave. Uh, be bold. Sounds like you just need to have a roommate. And like, that's, that's what's going to be really best really. for you. Like I, I, I like live. I like like in scenarios where I'm living alone. Like I like it. I like the freedom of living alone. I never think about what if someone what if something happens to me like I guess that's like not a concern of mine yeah. it's not something I'm thinking about and I think because I'm not thinking about it it's like okay that I'm living alone and like if I need emotional support I do have like does this it sounds like this person doesn't have like a good support group 
otherwise because like I have friends who if I did call them at two in the morning like and I was like you need to like come to my house immediately so we can just like sit together that would right do you know what I mean or like would at least be on the phone with me if I needed them like there would be so I don't think that that's like a a thing it sounds like this person needs to have a roommate or find like a partner to like live with them you know what I mean like I don't know those are like your two options like you can have a roommate which is fine well also I would say as you know I'm also single and mm-hmm. I will be moving soon where I will unless unless I decide I want a roommate I'm planning on living alone uh, and I've definitely thought about like oh I haven't like lived alone lived alone for a long time the thing is it's only scary if you like let it be scary you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I agree. there's a lot of freedom with living alone you can do you can do whatever you want at any moment mm-hmm. you know um, anywhere in the house you yeah you know i wouldn't like mm-hmm. vacuum your apartment at two in the morning if you live in a building but like you technically mm-hmm. could if you lived alone um and i think they need to deal with what are they actually scared of do they mm-hmm. actually think that yeah this like, is like you're throwing this person to the therapist i think is their best well because their best. i mean i think that's probably for the best because it does it does it feels deep rooted this person's fear of well, moving and, alone well what i would also would say is it sounds like they feel like they're some special case like i really worry about like i think everyone even if they don't actively think about it if you're single and living alone and you're older like you sure you have little thoughts of like oh what does something happen to me but like also mm-hmm. i don't know what if something happens to you like you know prepare for the things you can prepare for and the rest are just they're gonna happen you know what i mean like i don't know that sounds kind of like and, if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen but like really and truly like and i, don't to tell I, you. I know you said this is from ask gay bros over 30 right <laughs> yeah it was, i yeah. mean life alert is a service <laughs> that is provided <laughs> like i don't know how old this person is like maybe they are that old i don't like, get the I point have... they're the, the, i don't think they're looking up the the, <laughs> the life alert i'm just i don't I'm think like... they've fallen and they can't get up they just don't want that to happen. well it sounds like that's something they're concerned like genuinely concerned about like also, there's I that. Do... maybe you take better care of yourself if you're really worried about yourself if you're gonna be alone yeah you know, I don't, I don't know. I, there are lots of get things. a get a some get some go somewhere where there's not stairs. I don't like I don't know what to t- like I don't know what to tell you to like make don't it, like, rent a I have, home. I don't know. Yeah, like I you're really expecting the worst, and I think it's fine to live alone. Like I think yeah. you're gonna be fine. I don't think there's anything that you should be worried about if you live alone. Like unless also I don't. I, I don't this, even think there is a reason to be worried. I don't know. And in this day and age, if you need someone to talk to there's some there's a million options like there's yeah there's hotlines you can call there are chat rooms you can get on if you just really want to chat to somebody like i think you can now text thing people too like that there are yeah. text services for it yeah great i do you think there's have... something comforting about just hearing the sound of someone's voice if you're like, like really distressed to... i think it's, I, it's I, I... Nice. sure in my head i just i'm like that also quick very quick side note i think that <laughs> somehow my phone is my phone number is being used to telemarket to people but i'm not doing oh. it because i had several people call me today asking me why the fuck i was calling them and i was like i don't want to be on weird. the phone with you that's so, weird. and i go well, people it's a call thing. my number as if they really know whose number it is and it's like not me no these are people are like mad that i have 
called them. Oh well. But I also did not call them. Mm. It's called spoofing. Anyway, back to, <laughs> back to the back to the topics at hand. Oh, by the way, I've kind of had a mini story to tell you. Oh so, no! Oh my god! Like I was like, what? Just it's happened? messy Monday. No, this is a messy. Here, okay. I'll the, the, actually you do your first one, and I'll just have my my messy story be the next one. It's, it's okay. my own. <laughs> um, I I have two computers going right now, so. <laughs> Um, I picked, okay, I have a feminism, feminist story, or we could do something that just made me laugh because of the title. I like laugh. Let's start with laugh. Okay. What is my new straight friend doing? I haven't had a bro in a few years and have really wanted one. One finally showed up, a straight one, and we became fast friends. <laughs> it's almost like how friendships develop in elementary school among guys. You just start hanging out and you have a blast. We're both musicians and play music in a, music in a band together once a week at a bar. In addition, we also grab a beer or sandwich about once a week or so. We've been hanging out about five months. He has a girlfriend of several years. Trouble is, I've never met her. I've met his parents and his sister, and I've met her parents but not her this makes me nervous because in the past i've lost a few straight friends specifically because their girlfriends or wives feared that i was that they'd lose their husbands to a gay man <laughs> two of those guys told me specifically that that was the issue and the others i heard about through the grapevine or figured it out myself why do you think i haven't met her is it possible he hasn't told her i'm gay i just find it odd and this is from ask gay bros over 30 because i thought oh, this was God. such a wild <laughs> this is such a wild i'm confused why he's met her parents I said the same thing when I read this the first time. I was like, "Why have you met her parents? Like, what under what scenario are you meeting?" Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe they came to see one of their concerts at the bar, and so he met them that way. Sure, I. It's just confusing. So they've been dating for several years. I'm sure her parents are like, "Let's go see." And why has at it, the bar? And how in five months has this woman not ever come to That's a gig? Def- definitely weird. That's sus. I would say if you want to meet her, just be like, hey, I've like never met your girlfriend. That's weird. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, to me, it's like, it doesn't feel like an issue, but this person feel like is very I think weirded out by it. More of an issue. Oh, yeah. But also, like, yeah. I don't know. I would just say, like, hey, it's, I, I would, you know, you know me. Hey, it's really weird that I have not met your significant other in the past five months. Right. In any capacity. Why don't we all have dinner sometime? And, yeah, you could also suggest a way for all of you. Yeah, like, <laughs> all of you oh, to make let's out. all hang out sometime. Like, I want to just be like, I want to meet her. I've never met your girlfriends. First of all, does she not come to your shows? That's weird. That's weird. That's um, suspicious. <laughs> that's sus. That's sus. <laughs> yeah, I would say just say you want to meet her. Don't make it a thing. Yeah. And then if he doesn't want you to meet her, then there's then, bigger problems. Oh, yeah. There we go. That's yeah, the thing. Then, Find out if there even is a problem. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's so fucking weird. Like it just hasn't because it could be like, oh, she's just always working when we have shows and mm-hmm. she can't come to lunch because of like it could be as simple as like, oh, her work schedule, you know, I don't know. It could be something stupid and you're just making this all into nothing it's good to not always bring past experiences into things we're going through in the present because they're not always the same situation and it can be easy i mean i get i get i get the the also i don't know 
the way this person described his friendship with this new friend is so wild to me. Yeah. First of all, it's a very... bro. I haven't had a bro in a few years. I'm like, I don't want a bro ever. Yeah, this person functions very differently than us. Um, the closest thing I have to wants... a bro is my friend Samantha's boyfriend, um, Alan, but he's not a broy type straight guy. Like, he's more like, mm. I was watching this Greta Garbo film last night that was particularly good. Like, he's like in a way that I love. It's why <laughs> I actually go along with him. But he's he's not like a bro. I wouldn't want right. him to be a bro. Sam would not, I think, date him if he was a bro. Um, so yeah, I, don't... I am fascinated with bros, but I don't want to be part of it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's weird. Um, so I do have a messy story. A little a literal <laughs> messy story. Okay. It's more just funny. It's not even like that interesting, but okay, okay. so um so I uh, uh, <laughs> on my cell phone plan, I've been due for this upgrade for like months, but I haven't really like mm. wanted it. I'm like, eh, I like my phone. I don't like mm-hmm. <laughs> really need it. And I was actually like I was just like two days ago, like, I don't know, do I want that new phone? I don't think I, I, don't think I need it. And I was eating soup last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, I ordered some lobster bisque and it came. Um, and I was like, I literally, like, it's like it happened in slow motion. So I'm eating the <laughs> soup. <laughs> and like, I wasn't even like... I wasn't even holding the phone over the soup. I was just holding it like to the side and it's like it went alley-oop like over my hand and suddenly it flipped over and was suddenly in the soup. And my in the moment I was like because ah! I was like no, not my phone! And I just like flipped out. I pulled it out. It was luckily you know, a bisque which is very creamy. Um, so like <laughs> yeah. so luckily I did have a case on it but it wasn't like a it wasn't like waterproof. A, no, it wasn't like a waterproof, yeah. like, oh, nothing, I'll get in. So at first, I like pull it out, take the case off, I wipe it off. Uh, I look into the port to see if there's anything in the port. It doesn't look, it doesn't look like anything's in the port. And so, like, I'm like, huh, huh. I, I keep touching it, it's not turning off. And I was like, oh, good, I think it's fine. <laughs> then I, someone like messages me, <laughs> and the sound is like, <laughs> 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 I was like, okay. And I was like, I guess we're getting the upgrade. So all that being said, I have a new phone arriving tomorrow. Congratulations. It's not even the newest upgrade. It's just an iPhone 11. It's not even the newest iPhone. Oh, I mean, I mean, congratulations. Uh, earlier today, we had a little snafu with you and the voice memos. Um, I think maybe maybe that's connected. Now I'm like, I, maybe that's connected. It was just, I got like a 40 second long memo and there was just no audio in it and then there was then it was just like beep like as if you were getting a text message during getting it was like so bizarre it was just very very weird but i'm glad to know that there might have been a reason for the weird like uh voice messages i was getting from you something i just looked down and my phone was in the soup like it was it happened like it's like it happened in slow motion those things tend to i remember just like screaming like no my phone like i was like so like no i was like not happy I wouldn't have anyway, been that's either. messy i got messy you got messy do you have another, another do you know what's one funny you your straight friend story was one of the ones that i pulled oh okay i bet you have one more okay Go ahead. um something we kind of already have talked about on the show but it can be quick 
Okay. <clears throat> uh, the title was this was from just ask ask gay men. Uh, oh, I know there was an. <laughs> there are so men. many subcategories oh, of this. So many, so many. Okay. Um, the title was tips to avoid slash spot slash identify creeps on dating apps. <laughs> so I just had to stop talking with a guy after I noticed some qualities in our conversations that turned me off. First, I explicitly state in my profile that I am not looking to hook up. The closest thing is a friends with benefits, but after we meet in person first. He goes on to say that his kind of date is watching a movie at his apartment. I tell him how that could easily lead to things I probably won't be comfortable with, i.e. sex. <laughs> but he insists that he is, quote, not that kind of person, and that, quote, I can trust him. Needless to say, okay. I was, <laughs> girl, <laughs> needless to say, I was creeped out and didn't talk to him for a few days after that. But out of the blue, he bombards me by asking me to come over and cuddle. I remind him that I am not into that. We go back and forth about it with him ignoring me, with him ignoring everything I say, mind you, until I get fed up with him and just admit to him that I'm not interested. After he apologizes, he tries to start a conversation by asking me how my day was. I'm sorry, but why didn't you start with that? I never continued the conversation and deleted my grinder profile for the second time. Yeah, I know, grinder, but it was the only he was uh but he was only the second or so creep I met on there. Girl, good for you. Most of the guys yeah. there were decent. But there were never any one interaction that led me to delete my profile. The experience got me thinking. In my mid-20s, I'm in my mid-20s, but dating this way is pretty new to me. I only came out like five years ago and didn't start actively dating until about two-ish years ago. What other sketchy qualities should I look out for? Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Okay. Um, I mean, how long do you think people use Grindr? Ish. Sorry, he was like, I've only been using apps like these for the past five years. And if you're in your mid twenties, yeah, that's that would be like when you start using. Yeah, like, honey, you're not like, yeah, like you're not you're behind. <laughs> you're yeah, just you're, young. You're, you're fine. You're just, you're just young. <laughs> yeah. I would say like, the like, fact that he said it was only maybe the second problematic person he had met on Grinder. I'm like, I mean, at you've least... been blessed. But can I tell you, I deleted my Grinder. Like, I think it's been about two weeks now, a week and a half, like maybe mm-hmm. a week and a half. But like. It's just a better life without it. Like it's um, again, if you're using Grinder, you know, God bless. But like, yeah, no just, judgment. But yeah, no it's judgment. Just a tough like, path. I get it. But like, I don't miss the daily interactions with just like, pe- you know, people being creeps. Honestly, yeah, I find that like Grinder, I would be like, that was kind of the first thing I was just like, maybe not the app to like not see creeps on, but also creeps are everywhere. It doesn't really matter. Sure. If you're on Grinder, though, mm-hmm. I will say you are accepting the fact that you are on Grinder, which is like, you know, it's like wading through a, a mucky pond to try to find like a gem. Yeah. Like you're gonna find a lot of trash too. Um, I don't know if that. that I don't know. <laughs> like it's really Grinder serves its purpose if you want to use it for the purpose that it sure. exists for. Like if but you I also get down, like you can probably find somebody to get down with. It in minutes it doesn't take long but uh you might not love the interaction five minutes after it happens but like you know that's the, thing. that's that was the main thing i was just realizing that when i use grinder for hookups i mean every once in a while i'd have like a really hot hookup and be like wow see this is why i have grinder but more often than not it was like <laughs> i you know, more often than not i would hook up with some guy and like the second i would be like going home i'd be like 
I wish I didn't do that. I wish that didn't just happen. So I just, for myself, I have deleted it and it's been a lovely thing. This isn't a brag, but I have never grinder hooked up. Honestly, like that's probably great. Well, I think for my mental health, probably the best. Yeah, really and truly. I would say in terms of like things to look out for, I do think if someone is if not... If they promise they're not a creep, then I don't think that you can from, trust <laughs> I You can trust me. I'm like, yeah. I don't like that. I will say yeah, if someone... it's real sus. Yeah, it seems like they already are kind of on the right track, but I would say trust your instincts is what I would really say. Like, if someone's mm-hmm. rubbing you the wrong way, I would trust it more often than not, you're right. And also, if someone's not listening to what you are stating as like a boundary or something you want like that's especially when you're if you're potentially meeting someone at their house or inviting them into your house i want to mm-hmm. trust the person a little bit like I, you know i don't want to feel that. like they're a wild card you know mm-hmm. no one wants to deal with a wild card because i've dealt with those where i've been like mm-hmm. "Ooh, now i wish you weren't in my apartment and didn't know where i lived like i've definitely had guys like that before yeah i I would, yeah, trust your instinct, but also, like, just look at the way that they're talking. Are they Mm. trying to be smooth? That's, like, normally what I'm trying to figure out. Like, are you trying to be smooth? Um, But also, yeah, we talked a lot about profiles and how they don't mean anything on Grindr, so, like, I wouldn't trust that but most of my time blank profiles weren't real people and now i've learned like a lot of people just don't want to have their pictures online because i've i've had hookups of several guys that have like the quote-unquote blank profile and they're perfectly normal human beings they just have a blank profile it's so weird i'm not anti-blank profile i do think the expectation in my personal opinion is if you message me with a blank profile if the if the photo of your face does not follow it like a, mm-hmm. if there's not like a hey and then a picture of your face, then right. I'm not really going to give you the time yes. of the day Agreed. because my face is clearly visible on my profile. So like, I don't. Yeah, if I'm they message stuck... me with a couple of pictures, like, hey, bloop, bloop, bloop. And I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. That's you as a person. And I'm not talking pictures of your dick. I just like no. pictures of your face, like doing normal stuff. Like that's just doing normal that is... things. <laughs> yeah. Not that jacking off isn't normal, but I don't need to see it upon. Hello. We don't need to lead with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I'm looking for. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I can't help you on Grinder. <laughs> truly, um, there are so many webs. There are so many things that you can look out for. Like I feel like on other apps, where it's mm. like if it's Tinder, if it's like how many of their photos are group photos. Are you even sure which person that is that you are even like supposed to be looking oh, for yeah. in these scenarios? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know that I'm like the best at this, but as because uh, I, I go into these things under the assumption that the person is a creep. <laughs> like I, it's like the other way around where it's like you kind of have to prove yourself not. Right. To, to yeah. be. Although I, I am a sucker when someone's like, I would like to pleasure you in this, this, and this way. Uh-huh. That's a different approach. And I uh-huh. like that because they, they turn it and they make it about me and not about them. And I like that. Mm. Yeah, I don't like guys that are like, you're gonna do blank. I'm like, oh, am I? Am I gonna do that? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're when they're like, uh, I'm gonna make you gag so hard on my I'm gonna make you throbbing cock. On this deck and you're gonna like it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Or I <laughs> have, all, you obviously I don't have... know me if you think that I love sucking dick. 
I just love what I don't know if you've ever gotten this, but like I have had someone start a conversation. They're like, I'm going to come all over your face. <laughs> I just, I'm like, oh, pretty much. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, huh. I've had someone say, like, you have a really sweet face I would love to cover in my cum. And I'm like, okay. It's so <laughs> jarring. So jarring. Sometimes I feel like the audience, <laughs> the people that do listen to this show are just like, ah, explicit. <laughs> I'm like, what? no it's apologies. Not for, not for children. I list also, the shows. I list the shows explicit. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, there you go. So there you go. They can um, fucking deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh. I just think respect, look for respect. I think everyone deserves respect. I don't care if it's an app. I'm like, well, you're on an app. I'm like, no, I still deserve respect. Um, like that's yeah, everyone deserves. Um, and if they and also here's a big thing it took me a long time to do. If you're not feeling somebody, do you know what you can do in like two seconds? Block, block them. them. Block yeah. them. I used to be like, well, I don't want to block them because they didn't do anything to be blocked for. I'm like, if you don't want to talk to them, that's good enough to be blocked. There's no rules, you're, baby. You're overly sweet sometimes. Oh, no, I don't. Or yeah, one because... could say it's people-pleasing. I think it's, like, not good, yeah. Uh, because, because I literally, the second I feel like someone's gross on Grinder, even if they, like, hadn't really proven that they were, <laughs> I'd have them blocked before they even had the chance to show their cards. Oh, I'd now like, oh, I block, block all the time. Like, block, 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 yeah, block, 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 like, block, block. I, it's always been my approach on Grinder, though. Well, because I used to be, especially if, like, it was a guy that I was not attracted to that was, like, hitting on me, I used to bring this whole narrative of, well, you know, I've been treated really badly on apps, so I'm always going to be nice to people. And it's like, that shit don't work. I'm telling you, don't, you think it's going to work. You think, well, I'm being very nice, so it's going to be nice and cordial. No, I've been like the sweetest guy ever. And they're like, well, fuck you then. You're not even that fucking attractive. Fuck you. You're a faggot. I'm like, okay, wow, this took a turn. You were so I nice. Also... And I know it's defensive, but it's like, I don't even have time to read that shit now. So now if I'm like, I just say, I'm politely not interested, but I wish you luck and everything you're looking for. Block. I'm just like, boop. I, so have you... I'm about to show my cards here. I'm about to oh, break face. Um, have you ever blocked someone out of politeness? What do you mean? Uh, I've had... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Um, okay. Like you're not interested? Yeah. I'm not interested in them and I don't think that they're doing anything wrong. Right. Um, but you just don't want to have a conversation. Well, like I will message people to see if they like normal out, you know, <laughs> right. like, cause there, there's like overly nice. I find on these apps sometimes where you're just like, what's going on here. Um, and it like doesn't get better. And then I just am like, now I'm in it. And then like every day it's just like, hey, hey. Oh my God. Hey. So then I the just haze. block them. The it's haze. like not to be not to be rude, but like I don't I don't want to talk to you. But then when they make new profiles, that's wild. I'm oh. like, you really did that. Oh, I've had one guy who has made, I think I lost count, but like there was one point he had like messaged me again from like four different profiles. That's not right. And I said like I had to be like hey, I'm politely not interested. No offense. I don't want to talk to you. Please don't message me again. They were like, oh, someone thinks you're hot shit. And I'm like, see, now you're being mean. Now you're being mean. I don't think I'm hot shit. I just don't want to talk to you. And I'm allowed to not talk to anyone I don't want to talk to. It's very that. And I can, but you know, I also, I also have had this happen where it's an older man 
Mm-hmm. Um, and when I mean older, I mean like over 60 older. And if I say, sorry, you're not really my type that I go for, but you know, good luck. They're like, yeah, well, just remember you're going to be me one day. I'm like, okay, all right, maybe, maybe, I don't know. But like, I guess, you know, just like talk, go talk to someone about that. That's like, you know, it's very that I, I could use the therapy word again. I think there are a lot of gay men that would benefit from therapy that are not in therapy. That's what I would say. I agree with that. I do. I feel like some semblance of sympathy for like older gay sure. men. Yeah. Uh, Cause they didn't, they were not fortunate to like grow up in the world that we right. grew up in or even like the world that Gen Z is growing up yeah, in, yeah, which is like very fluid and different than what even you and I experienced when oh, we were insane. in our late teens, early twenties. So it's, but I do feel like, for them, but they're words. all, it's, it's, they, yeah, they take it to a place sometimes not, I'm not talking about all older yeah. gay men, but they take it to a place that's like vicious. And it's like, wait until you see what it's like. And it's like, no, I understand that it's like hard, sure. but it's also like, I was trying to be respectful to you by responding to you and saying, yeah. Hey, I'm not interested but like, I'm sure you're going to find someone who's going to want to do whatever. And I'm not obligated to, to fuck you because you're sad. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Actually, like... it's less, it's bad. For both of us, if we fuck while you're yeah. sad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Also, and I, but the thing I try to tell myself is like, the response they're giving me is probably for someone like three or four guys behind me. You know what I mean? Like, mm. um, someone like, <laughs> sure. it's not something I said. It's something that, yeah. Because I used to be like, why are you being so mean? I was so nice. Like, they're not talking to you. They're talking to some guy from like two yeah. weeks ago. Um, and I try to just remember that, but that's why I do block them. And I'm like, hey, I wish you the best, but like, don't be mean. And I just block. Um, and sometimes they've found me again just to apologize. I'm like, see, I don't even need this. I don't even need this. I appreciate it. But yeah, bye. I'm still that. not interested. And I, I love when this happens. We'll have a whole conversation and then they'll come back like, hey, I actually want to apologize for that day they like, freaked out on you. And I'm like, oh, thank you. It's very nice. And they're like, but you know, I still find you really attractive. I'm like, no, no, nothing happened. Just because I accepted your apology does not mean I'm suddenly attracted to you. That's not what just happened. And it's exhausting. And it's like, exhausting. Yeah. Mm, I can't. So. Do you have one more? I do. This is an Am I the Asshole? Oh, I love those. Okay. Okay. Am I the asshole for accepting opportunities at work that my husband wanted? Ooh. Sorry for formatting and for my English. I'm on mobile and can't speak the Lego. Haha. My husband, 30, and I, uh, 31, work for the same big international company in two different divisions with no mutual supervisors as per company policy. I have an office job, managerial position, nine months in, and he works on the floor with other technicians approximately for a year. He has a university degree and I do not. I love my job, my boss, and my colleagues. I thrive and gain confidence I never have before. Best job ever, honestly. My husband, on the other hand, is starting to feel like he's burning out and he wants to join the managerial department. He asked for a transfer, but he was told he needs to wait at least half a year because he needed he's needed on the floor. Recently, I got offered... Uh, to lead some projects because we were scarce on project managers. This is a huge opportunity for me, especially without a degree. I never had a chance to prove myself before. I did odd shit jobs. <laughs> my husband, <laughs> however, my husband, however, flipped out. He, he wants to be a project manager and is angry that he still needs to work in a more in his current position. And I already have some good opportunities. Uh, and I got even more. He said he's not angry with me, but the company itself, but I'm not convinced. He's yelling at me and being curt at me, but not with his bosses. He also implied that I already have a lot on my plate and maybe if they just gave me 
gave some of those projects to him, everyone would be better off. I know it would be better for peace if I hadn't accepted those projects, but I never had opportunities like this before ever. I moved to this country because of my husband and now I feel like I found my career path because I'm not willing, sorry. I feel like I found my career own career path that I am not mm-hmm. willing to give up. I want to seize every one of those, every one of those, even if it makes my husband pissy. I tried to talk with my upper management to see if they can transfer him earlier, but no. So am I the asshole for accepting these projects, even if it makes my husband angry that he missed out on them? I don't think so. No, I mean, what? No. Uh, listen, I think it's uh I think it's trouble working in the same company with your significant uh, other, that's period. kind of where I'm more at. Yeah, so... I think that's uh, a boundary that should not... I my company, my company will not partner. let... They will not hire your partner. Um, yeah, I would not... No, that's, that's, that's creating something that shouldn't even be there. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. No, you shouldn't be... You shouldn't be worrying about that with your coworker. Unless you're fucking over a coworker, yeah. you getting an opportunity instead of them just means that you're doing something that the company wanted to go with you and said, and that's none of your business. It's none of their business. You know, it's yeah. not It'd be one thing if she was like purposefully. It also vying. sounded like these projects were just handed to her. Like right. it didn't feel like it was like, they were like, she's here. Let's use her. And to yeah. be given those opportunities without a university degree is great. I think that's awesome. Like you've proven your worth so much that that's not something yeah. that they're concerned about with you. Because you know, degrees mean nothing. Uh um Oh my god. But that's yeah, that's a conversation for another day. Girl, <laughs> girl. Many times I've been like, I'm I I need to I mean, I do still think about going back to get an hour degree, but more for like jobs, like more like training for a job, not so much like, like trade stuff. Degree degree. Mm-hmm. Um like I've thought about getting into like like coding stuff or like even like web design there's there's a lot of coding classes you can take for free they they really yeah. want people to be into that so yeah um but i it takes me so long i'm like i don't have a degree so i'm like not like a real adult or something and it's like do you know how many people yeah it's just like it's 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 just like bad programming from when we're younger and they're like if you don't go to fucking college you're gonna end up working at mcdonald's and do you want to work I- at mcdonald's <laughs> I think the attitude around that has changed a lot since we were uh, coming up. Um, Especially, I feel like our gener, at least my specific age range, (laughs) like people who graduated in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I just am saying because we, you were, you were not right out of high school into a recession as I was. We went to college, and then there was literally nothing on the other side for us. Like it had all just been gone. It was wiped away. But see, I still feel like I kind of experienced that essentially because, like right when like college was like not a thing anymore it was like well now everything sucks anyway have fun oh you're an actor <laughs> good luck you know like i've always felt like what will i be like what will life be when i'm 50 will i be homeless <laughs> like you know i'm um, just like we need to make smart choices to <laughs> like we always hope we're gonna get that acting gig that's gonna like start propelling things forward but like some people it takes a long time um that's one thing i've learned about acting it's a long game it's like again i've heard a lot of actors say like if you have talent and you stick with it long enough eventually something will like you know chip away into something but a lot of it's just about who's gonna stick with it the longest that's why i say if you notice 
in like movies and TV and stuff, a lot of like older actors in things, it's like the same older actors you see in like everything. It's because mm-hmm. a lot of older actors are not even still acting anymore by the time they get into that age range um, because it's exhausting. Um, but yeah, oh, jobs. But I, yeah, you're not the asshole. Yeah, um, your husband needs to it. calm I don't down. Think she's the asshole at all. Yeah. No. Sounds like your husband might be a dick does sound like that just a little bit he's a little butt hurt and honestly it's something you know and not to give him any sort of credit but it's not something he should even be having to think about with his job like he shouldn't be having to think about his partner like that's the that's a weird line they need to deal with i think i mean it sounds like she even agrees because she's like you should transfer him (laughs) like yeah make him go somewhere else like i definitely think that for the for the good of their relationship before it becomes too resentful or anything, I think they should not work in the same place anymore. I think, I think that's easier said than done at this sure, I mean, sure, juncture, sure, 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 but sure. yeah. Um, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but also who knows what's going on. The workforce is imploding very fast, very it's, quickly. Oh. Very, 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 it's so very, it's so fast. I don't know what's going on. I never know what tomorrow's going to bring. That's just Oh, it's, I mean, as someone who's been, like, job searching right now, I'm like, this is a wild time <laughs> in America, <laughs> in the world. Like, it's, it's just, like, like, basically my brain's like, you should get a job in computers because those aren't going anywhere. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. You know, yeah. That's all On I that got. note, we're all... We're all doomed. Go get a computer job. <laughs> uh, this is on topic, truly, about what we just were discussing. I was a little zooted last night and I was doing my TikTok wind down. Yeah. My TikTok went down some very strange rabbit hole that oh. I was not ready to go to. And it was all content about how, like, this is it. Like, we are in doomsday. It is, like, end of times. No, no, and I was no, just like, no, I don't no. know what the fuck no. I liked that, like, no. TikTok was like, Mm-mm. you want more of this? I saw one, okay, I saw one the other day where I was like, this took me somewhere. This took me somewhere. <laughs> where this guy was like, we found an alien. It was on the beach. The government followed us home. Now they've been following us for the past few weeks. They don't <laughs> want to, people to know about these videos. They keep deleting them. And I was like, is this real? Is this real? Like... <laughs> wild it was like wild um and i was like Ugh. but like no here's saying i don't need somebody telling me like we're living in the end times I'm like maybe maybe not i don't know it's yeah well it's mm. just i think i got confused because i think yeah. i mean i've seen creators talk about how the algorithm obviously it was ever-changing before but mm. like now tiktok is much less invested in like curating to you because I feel like my for you page has been like not right oh, for a very long time all over the place it's, and then like for me to be like hi and then you showing me explicitly content about how it's the end of times oh, and I was just like if you don't show me a dog I said it out loud I was like if you don't show me a dog within like the next three seconds, I'm <laughs> deleting this app if you I don't show me dog. like <laughs> someone lip syncing to like a Meryl Street movie and like two things I'm You're so right. fucking out I was just like and I was like I don't need this app like I don't need to be a part of this well because most of the shit I look at is either like funny lip syncs mm-hmm. that's um, what you want I want funny lip syncs yeah. dances cooking videos like cooking ASMR stuff or like um Today I saved an entire colony of bees from this barnyard <laughs> truck that was left in the backyard. Uh, have you seen that, that woman from like, Texas? And, that was and she like is not days. wearing a beekeeping suit. Yeah. She's just 
just touching bees with and that her was hands. another amazing day of saving the bees Yes, I yeah. know exactly that, what you're talking about. It's oddly calming to watch her scooping her fucking dumbass hand through like bees and me being like, I mean, she's why isn't she stung? Like, you know, it's yeah. just wild. But that's what uh, I want. I don't want, we'll be dead in 20 years. Like, I think that's something I don't need. Uh, the one, the last one I saw was like very alarming and I was like, I'm out. You know what else I've been following? I've been following on Instagram. Um, It's like, it's like a good news feed where it's like, here's some good things. <laughs> that you should know like uh, I, things they're not talking about as much because doom and gloom sells a lot more papers but like here's uh, some good things that are happening sure i am honestly i i'm under i'm running under instagram is dead okay cool. uh that's how i feel about instagram like no i open it and i like post on it still but like i there i instagram used to be something that i could be on for hours and continuously mm-hmm. enjoy I don't even want to be there for five minutes before I hop <laughs> off of it. Like, I don't like being on Instagram. It's not even like doomsday things. It's just like, I hate the way it looks now. It's like not intuitive to the way I want it to work. Mm-hmm. And like stories are fun for like a couple minutes, but like now I only seek out people that I want. I know their stories are good. So I'm going to just watch their stories and then I like hop off. Or if I want to rant about something, I might post a story, but like, that's it. Like I don't, Instagram's dead. All right. I don't know what the next thing is, but they also were talking about making Instagram not a photo app anymore. And I was like, that's the whole point. What? No. You didn't hear that? There, no. there was like a whole statement about it. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Well, I also, this past week was crazy with Twitter because there was a day where they're like, fleets will be gone tomorrow. Um, and I was like, oh, so suddenly there were just dicks all over fleets because everyone's like, this is my last chance. Like even like TMI, I, I did post a dick pic on my fleet. Um, I gave two not safe for work warnings before I post that. I was like, this is your last chance. If you click ahead one more, you will see my penis. Just for the thrill. It was very thrilling. <laughs> How many people saw your penis? Um, it was like 328 people. <laughs> Good for you. But, like, I got a lot of, I got a lot of um, DMs uh, um, with lovely comments. So it felt kind of nice. I'm so happy your dick. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, my dick really appreciated it. Like, I was like, thank you so much. I think I get why thoughts do this now. <laughs> I mean, there, hmm, I do post pictures of my body in places, but not huh. in places where people who know me would find them. If that makes sense. I did no, have a no, thought. No, no, yeah. I, I had a thought Twitter for a second, but I hate Twitter. So I was like, bye. Yeah. So now I just joined Discord groups that are very specific for very specific things. There's always close and, friends list on Instagram. I know you're trying to get away from Instagram. Yeah, I had I did that for a minute, but then the, it got when it got bored. But then I also felt like Instagram was putting people on my close friends list that I did not put. Like it felt Ooh. like I did not have control over it. So I was just like, you know what? I don't need this to be the thing. Yeah. Well. This well, has been fun. This has been fun. How messy that that very last. How messy to my it. dick all over Instagram. Oh no, all over Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Instagram, up. Instagram. Uh, they don't they don't fuck around with that nonsense. They see a dick and they're like, absolutely not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm I sorry. I didn't know you want me to vamp. You were just like looking away. I just got a text. I'm sorry. No. Um, I have a friend that's coming over in a little bit. So I was just like, uh, uh, 
delaying because I'm mm. clearly still talking to you. I've been like casually like talking to men just like for funsies until I leave. That's a good time. Like nothing that's too like strenuous or like emotionally complicated, but just like, you know, it's like a good disclaimer now. I'm like, just so you know, I am leaving. So if you get attached to me, it's very like, you know, in team rom-coms, like you have to promise you won't fall in love with me. Like that's, that's very much my vibe right now. Mm-hmm. You have to promise you don't fall in love with me. Yeah. Riot is being very needy. Oh, I'm excited to meet <laughs> Riot. He's everything, but Ugh. she's also terrible. <laughs> and she's she literally the kind of is dog like, that I like could just like pet for hours though. Like we had lots of would, dogs like Riot when I was a kid. She would love that. Oh my god! And I'll be there in t- less than two weeks. I know. Isn't that wild? I had to clean my house. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I'm like, I'm, I have to prepare myself for that drive. I'm going to be like, okay, what podcast are we going to listen to? What is the cultivated playlist for this drive? Because, like, I listen to this writing around. It's called Writing Around. It's, like, my go-to playlist. And I still love it. It's still, like, my pride and joy. But I listen to it so much that I'm getting a little bored with it. So now I'm trying to cultivate, like, a another playlist that has, like, a lot of the same, like, bops, but, like, new bops. So, mm-hmm. And back to cultivating. Yeah. I don't have a driving playlist, so. Well, you don't drive. No. I also don't, I don't believe in playlists, but I know that that's like an unpopular opinion. Well, it's not like I believe that they exist and that people use them. I just, I just dump everything I'm recommended like into one place. That's basically what, what it is. That makes sense. I I think that's I my liked songs. I consider that just my playlist. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially and that's, what this is. Yeah, <laughs> it just is my liked songs. Like I did. Sometimes things come up where I'm like, I need to do a comb through of this list because sometimes, like, I, I think sometimes I'll I'll add like drag race tracks when they first mm-hmm. happen because I think I'm gonna want to listen to this forever. And then like I'm like, why am I hearing this song from All Stars Five? Like I don't need it. That's a tough season to have a callback to. Oh, girl, <laughs> can't even. Like, I'm in love, I'm in love. I don't need that song. Like, it's not that good. Henry oh. Cavill. Like, I don't need that song. <laughs> wow. That, season five was such a fever dream. It really <laughs> no, is. I mean, All Stars 5 is just like, just, it's like crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, well, anyway, so I guess that's been Messy Mondays. That's all that I have to say. That has been Messy and, Mondays. And I guess that's that's been Messy Mondays as part of this show. So, again, go and look up Messy Mondays. Subscribe. Leave a, like, leave a review. Episode, leave a rate and review. Also, I'm going to be loading all of the backlogged episodes to the new thing. So you'll still have them either here or there. So, you know, all sorts of fun stuff. Um, but where can people find you, Tom? Oh, people can find me on YouTube at Hope Mess Tom, H-A-U-T-E-M-E-S-S-T-O-M. And that's also my Instagram handle. Please vote for my YouTube channel and my other podcast, It Bears Repeating, for Best of Pittsburgh 2021. We were nominated. Just go ahead and do that. If you're on my Instagram, it's in my link in the bio. But Instagram do is it. dead, famously. Um, anyway. <laughs> I also dead to me, but both. I also host Recollect, which is a Patreon-only podcast with Tiffany, my co-host on It Bears Repeating. Where can people find you, Zachary? 
I'm uh, Zachary with no H on Instagram and Twitter. But you won't see my penis, not anymore. It was just for that one night. It was a fleeting moment. It was a moment. fleeting moment. I mean, I made a, a joke about that. And everyone was like, you're not, you're not funny. I thought you, when you said fleets are dead, I was just like, oh man, no more enemas, I guess. <laughs> no, no, enemas well, are still a rage. Enemas. I was like, I have two fleets under my bed right now. So I was like, uh, maybe we should check their expiration date. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! And you can you can go and follow us again. We're gonna do this still forever, just not here. <laughs> you can find us at mm-hmm. Messy Mondays Pod on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and, and TikTok. We're getting back to. I'm sorry, I've been so fucking overwhelmed. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> so overwhelmed. But um, also, like last week was a there was no nothing to see. So there was nothing to see on my end. This is what Not I on saying. your end, just me looking at myself for ninety <laughs> minutes. I thought it was a lovely episode. <laughs> just, that was like all I had glitter on my cheeks. I was like, look at the glitter the whole time. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can also follow this show continually at IAW Podcast. You'll still be getting horror review recaps Film Fridays. on Fridays still a thing, still a thing. like stuff still going did on did smash completely fall off girl i can't even smash okay. i don't want to talk about it no that's no, fine it's just like it's okay. about to get back on track but like it's just been a whole journey i've just been like i, I feel like it's it. been about to get back on track since messy mondays girl, I can't started even. I'm like, fuck it. like like i was someone that like recorded an episode and they were like oh was, has it aired yet i was like no, it hasn't. Um, so, <laughs> I was like, no one's been beating down my door. It's like, where the rest of the season? So like, it's it's whatever. It's coming. Um, but going forward, I do think it's just going to be back to like one episode a week. It's just going to be uh, the movie stuff on Fridays. For everyone that's mm-hmm. wondering, that'll still be coming. But we'll be off doing Messy Mondays somewhere else. Somewhere else. I will no longer be attached to the In Another World universe. No, you'll be in another world. I'll be in. (laughs) Well, bye, everyone. Don't forget to follow (laughs) us to our new new castle in the sky. Thanks, guys. 